All right, week 11. The end is near. The end is already here for a few of us, but still excited to talk. What's up, Spence? Man's on mute. I was on mute. Damn. Damn, what up, sir? What up, Fleezy? I'm in here, baby. I'm feeling good. Sitting in fourth RIP Cup, but I'm still feeling good, baby. Loving this home stretch. Three games to go. All right. The the anticipation was killing me, but it was worth the wait. Uh, happy you're here, man. We have a special guest. The The biggest dick of the season. The Bear Jew. Sam, what is up? I don't know how I uh, top Spence's intro, but uh, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Uh, it's, a, it's a true honor to be with you gentlemen, and uh, let's, let's dive right in. Let's get started. Good stuff. All right. So to, to recap week 10, uh, our highest score of the week and highest score of the season, Bear Jew, 212.93. Taking down Nashy with a very respectable 136. Tough, tough to lose on that one. Um, shockingly, that was not the biggest defeat of the week. The biggest defeat of the week goes to the Dog Abides with 165, more than doubling. He lapped Kareem Pie, who put up a pathetic 82. Run CMC dropping 137 to stay in the hunt over mix and match 119. Next up, Poppy's Angels with a big win and po- a possibly a a playoff preview. Uh, took down Das Boot with 110. Who the fuck is Mike Davis? Defeated me. Uh, he scored 130. I scored 110. And then bringing up the rear. Uh, I didn't realize it was this close until just looking at it now. Grit 104 to RIP 103. I got to say, you guys went about it very differently, but for both of you, a win is a win. How does it feel? It feels great. It it feels great for me. Um, It was, I didn't watch a single second of that Monday night game. I slept great and I woke up at about three thirty in the morning and I saw that score and I man, I I, I slept I slept another two hours. Great. It it it, it was great to pull that out, man. Uh RP Cup, but we'll get into that later. Sam, congrats on the historic win. Yeah, that uh I had a feeling it was going to be a good day when Tyreek had like 15 in the blink of an eye. I think it was like the drive took about two minutes. It was like three catches, easy touchdown. Uh, Michael Thomas followed right after that. And I felt good about all my matchups late. So it, it just kept rolling. Uh, I mean, Nash, I mean, he didn't have a bad week. I felt, I felt pretty nervous after uh, big Ben put up 35, I think on on a Thursday night. Um, I think he had the, 
I think he Brad had 137. He had 136. Those were their high scores. So tough, tough break. Yeah, man. Poor Nash. He now has uh, the two highest scores of all time. Both happened against him. One, 217, and now 212. That is, that's rough. Yeah. Not, not a whole lot you can do there. Um, he was, he, you know, he's had some experience with it, I guess. You know. <laughs> yeah. The, he was prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to our standings. Uh, so currently, the first two buys in first place and second place, we got Das Boot at eight and two. And uh, so also tracking, I'll mention their. Um, where they stand in the point standings this week, because that's going to start to come into play. So Das Boot, eight and two. He is fourth overall in points. Uh, Dog, seven and three, is second overall in points. Poppy's Angels at six and four in third place, is fifth in points. Grit, six and four in fourth place, eighth in points. Uh, Bear Jew is five and five. There's a cluster of five and five teams first in points. So actually, if the playoffs were to happen today, you guys would be squaring off in the first round. And then right now, the final playoff spot, run CMC five and five in seventh place. Then we got uh, right on the outside looking in Kareem by five and five. He is ninth in points. Uh, Mix and match five and five in eighth place is 11th in points. And then Nashdy. Four and six, but he's sixth in points. So that that starts to come to play. If if he wins out, that puts him in a, in a really good position, as opposed to somebody like, you know, Cream Pie or Mixon Match, who they they gotta win. So, uh, how are you guys feeling about the standings right now? A little nervous. A little nervous. Uh, losing Cup this week hurt 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 my heart and. You know, like you said, pointed out ninth and eighth in points. Um, I can't lose. I, I I I don't. I can't afford to lose. So, big weeks coming up. Um, I like that I'm I'm in fourth right now. So gives me a little bit of cushion, but hmm, it's going to be a, a tough stretch. Yeah, I think looking overall at the at the top six, really top eight right now. I think. This is going to be my my hot take for the for the show. I think I think AJ loses out. It's not really going to matter. He's still going to make the playoffs, but I think he might drop down to like the fifth spot, you know, fourth or fifth spot. He's got some tough. I like his team, but just tough matchups coming up. I think Dog doesn't stop. He's just he's a wagon. I don't think he stops. Um, and then I really think it's just going to come down to you know a couple flex plays here and there for the last few spots and who, who plays the right cards. Cause it's, it's tight. I think points are definitely going to come into play, but um, you know, people need to win out. People need to at least win two out of the next three and, and make, try and make it. Yeah. Um, just, I guess for, for perspective. So run CMC is in seventh place or seventh place in points. They have 1248, and then if you drop down to, let's say, Kareem Pie, and, uh, who's ninth in points, uh, really only 26 separating them. 
Um, and then 24, yeah, 24, 21, maybe separating run CMC and grit. So packed in there tight. Um, and that's, I mean, that only takes one week to erase that. So, you know, if somebody has a 150 versus a 120, um, all that can change pretty quickly. So going to be interesting, going to be interesting. Um, interesting though, we'll have to, we'll have to take a look at, at DOS boots schedule the rest of the way and see, see how that could play out. Um, all right. So a couple, couple big moves this week, Bill, not going down without a fight. He he brought out the wallet this week, picked up his man. He came full circle. Uh, Rashad Penny dropping 26. Nash picked up Doug Martin for 15. Uh, Bill dropped 10 on Josh Reynolds, the RIP Cooper Cup. Dog picking up a, a bi-week fill-in at tight end for six. Uh, Spence picked up a kicker for five. And then AJ doing a little streaming, picking up Dak for two. So any of those jump out to you guys? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but really, I, I think um... – I think Penny's an interesting, interesting pickup. It is funny that it's it's full circle, um, but I think I, he has him starting this week. I think that might be a stretch if Carson plays, um, but I think there's there's some value in the long term. I just don't know with where he is in the standings if if that's if that's the play. Yeah, I don't see any of these really having a um, an impact on the league. Uh, I was I was really interested interested to see where where Josh Reynolds would go, um, mainly because I think he can. Is anybody in the Rams offense can make a difference? So, um, but I think anybody any moves that at this point me Tim or Bill making aren't going to have too much of an impact. So, on that note, though, we'll waiver wire tradition. So, gentlemen, break down what is your your Tuesday night look like slash, I guess your Wednesday morning. Are you, uh, you, you putting them in early or are you, you got that alarm clock set for, I guess, what is it like three thirty your time? I think it's, it's it happens around like 1230 my time, I think, but what are you guys doing? So it's been a little different for me, um, past couple of weeks since I uh, blew my wad early. Uh, when I do have money, I'm typically, I'm putting them in late, uh, going to sleep early, waking up early. But now I've just been going to my 5 a.m. wake up and checking to see who's available for a free pickup. And, uh, yeah, it's not it's not as exciting when you don't have any money. But it, it was exciting to get, like, uh, I think I got – who did I get? Um, you got Boyd, right? Cole. Uh, I got Boyd off the waiver, but I didn't have to pay much for him. Uh, I got Cole from the Jaguars, who who eventually got me Cup. Um, but yeah, I, I I upped him three times that night before I went to sleep. That's the best part is when you you're just betting against yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I remember last year when it was I think Ty, Tyree Kill. Oh no, sorry, uh, Tariq Cohen. Beginning of the year when I, you know, went way over the top on him, and I think it was like. Seven o'clock, put in a normal bid. 
nine o'clock, you know, went a little bit higher, listened to a podcast, you know, put it up a little bit higher. Um, woke up in the middle of the night, just put it a little bit, you know, made it an odd number instead of an even number because I thought, you know, someone else might put in this. So it's just, you're betting against yourself. And uh, I, I normally am the type of person where Monday night um, or Tuesday morning, I'm putting in just all my, all my uh, claims, but I don't put in dollar values to it. Throughout the day, I normally go through that and change it, but I'm normally a wake up early and I want to be the first to see what, what happens so I can maybe scoop someone off that's been dropped, but I don't know. Yeah, I've always found uh, the, the my bids get higher too if I'm doing if I'm drinking at all on Tuesday night, even if it's just like a glass of wine or something. I'm always like, ah, you know, 13, why don't I just make it 17 while I'm at it? Yeah, so uh, I usually do that. And then, yeah, like early in the season, uh, I'll get up real early and check it. But this time of the year, I think a lot of the good good people are gone. I will say, though, Sam, you mentioned it, you know, like listen to a podcast and then you'll change it. Everything I read, maybe it's just other leagues. Like there's the bids are so much higher. They're like, oh, so-and-so dropped, use 40% of your budget. And it's like, yeah. damn, our – are other people really doing that? So I don't know, maybe our league's cheap, but uh, I feel like there's not a whole lot of value in just like dumping it all for one player, unless it's like, you know, a backup running back who's already really good. And I also find that like, they've been talking about like, uh, uh, or at least like early in the season, they talked about uh, Geronimo Allison for like the first six weeks. I'm like, he's not there. Like nobody, like, I think in our league, it's a lot more shallow of waiver wire. So it's tough, but they're also talking they, like the podcast I listen to, like no more than like five dollars on a receiver. Like that's just not not feasible. Can't do it. Yep. All right. Well, let's get into our our week ten games. Um. So this game, we're going to start with this one because there's not a, not a whole lot of significant significance to it. But uh, to Sam's point about this team losing out. Anything could happen. We got first place AJ going against, or first place Dospu going against 10th place RIP. Uh, RIPs favored pretty significantly, uh, at least by the Yahoo who breakdowns. Um, looks like they both have a have a pretty full roster. AJ is hit by the, uh, the New England buy right now. Uh, what do you guys think is going to happen in this one? Sam, start us off. Yeah, since I came out with saying that AJ would lose, uh, if you look at his receivers, just to start, I mean, we all know that's kind of the weak point, but he's got uh, Kiki and Crowder. I don't think Crowder's playing, um, and I guess QT might be a game-time decision. I'm not exactly sure on that, but that's a tough stretch, and looking at his bench, he's got Christian Kirk that he could put in there. Um and that's about it. So unless he's going off the waiver wires, which we know there isn't much there, that's that's two pretty big holes. Um, I guess he's hoping Kamara and Fournette, and I guess Mac will kind of cover that up. But I really think like Timmy's team is a tough out. As much as I mean, we've all talked about his bad breaks, but you, you're gonna have to normally put up a good week. He had a bad week last week, but you know normally yeah. you bounce back from that. And now he's got Watson and Hopkins back, so. I just see this as Das is going to have to put up points, and I don't think he's he has it in the full roster. 
Yeah, I 100% agree. I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, it's going to be tough until he gets AJ Green back with the uh, with the Josh Gordon combo, but Kiki Kuti with the injury that he has and Jameson Crowder is not going to cut it. Like I said, luckily Tim had a bad week last week, but with Watson and Hopkins coming back, I think he'll have a one one thirty one forty type week where I see AJ struggling to break a hundred. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. AJ's he's got some rough buys. I so pretty much this week, I think anybody who's got players in Tampa versus the Giants or obviously Rams versus uh, Rams versus Chiefs, I'm pretty much taking them. So. Um, Timmy's got Kelsey going. He's got Sterling Shepard going. Um, like you said, the Texans are going. The Skins have a good defense, but it's mainly like their run defense. I think you can still pass the ball against them. Um, Sam, what's uh, as our as our Philly insider? Because he's got Fournette going against Philly. Um, no, or no, no, no. He's got he's got Kamara going against Philly. What's up yeah. with is the Eagles good defense good or not? Like I thought they were good, but then. Zeke just rolled through him last week and broke my yeah. heart. I think, yeah, I think um, it's a tough, it's a tough one to answer because they normally are really good against the run. That was their first real game that they got. I mean, they got manned. They got pushed around by that Cowboys. I mean, offensively and defensively, really. But um, they normally stop the run well, but not someone like Kamara. Um, I see them. I honestly, I see this being a high-scoring game, but Eagles kind of more coming back. Um, I think Saints are a tough – I mean, they put up, what, 50 the last couple weeks? And the Eagles' corners are pretty badly hurt. So, I, I, I think um, I think everybody on the Saints is going to eat. Yeah, interesting. All right, well, sounds like all three of us are, are on Timmy this week, so – we will click that one. All right, next one. We are on to in 12th place. Sorry, I'm having a little, uh, my thing's not scrolling. In 12th place, we got who the fuck is Mike Davis going against in 9th place, Nashy. And uh, as I mentioned before, Nashy is 6th in points, but... This is a pretty much a must win because he's got six losses. Uh, what do you guys think about this with Bill rolling out Sean Penny? Um, I, I would like to see Bill come up with an upset. Um, Drew, as we just talked about, Philadelphia's defense is struggling and going against Drew Brees. Uh, Manuel Sanders Going against the Chargers, um, I, I think that's a good matchup for him. Uh, Zeke against uh, Atlanta is also a, a good matchup. But looking on the other side, I think you're going to have to have a very good week to beat Nash. Um, with Cup going down, Woodstock is up, Odell against Tampa Bay. I can get out there and score 30 against Tampa Bay. Um that's what you would think, unless you play for the fucking Redskins. <laughs> Eric Ebron, um, he, he he's pretty good. He puts up big numbers lately. And I, I don't know how I feel about the the double tight end start. 
but I think that his top heavy players will will uh, overcome that. And unfortunately, in a close one, I, I think that Nash is going to pull this one out. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I think Bill is really heavy on the Bears, which surprised a lot of me to start, but it's paying off. I mean, their offense has been pretty pretty great fantasy wise at least and they have an easy schedule playing some bad teams so it's worked out but um, I think this comes down to I think Dalvin Cook seeing if he you know he had one long run before the bye week but if he comes back and he is what he was the first couple weeks of last year um, Nasty should take this easily I think Woods has a big game with more targets um I agree. I don't love the double tight end, but uh, I think it, if Chris Carson plays, I think it's an easy win for Nash. Uh, yeah, and I think I think Odell is is just getting rolling. Like he he really seems like he's. They're just like I mean, it, uh, what's his name? The the coach of the Giants was even like they called him mouthing. Like he was like just throw it to Odell like on that fourth down play. And it seems like they're just starting to to force feed him and um, Saquon the ball. But just just a personal rant, like like fuck Eric Ebron. He's not the starting tight end. This has nothing to do with the league. But I did a bunch of DraftKings and I had uh, Hard Hat Jack in like all of my lineups because I was like, damn, Jags good corners. They're gonna force the ball to the tight end. They did force it to the tight end. Just the other fucking one with Eric Ebron. <laughs> This man had he had three targets, three catches, three touchdowns. Fuck that. And their third tight end had a touchdown too. Yeah, man. God, oh. grinds my gears. Anyways, I'm taking Nash. <laughs> I think uh, he's got Beckham. There's there's no ceiling on what's going to happen in this Rams Chiefs game. Like, and with Cup going down, I think it they're going to give Woods that much more. So. Does Woods uh, play Cup's position? Does he go to the slot when Cup was out originally, or does he? So he plays. He plays more in the slot. So it's like when when Cup's in there, he plays eighty percent in the slot, and then when Woods when Cup is out, Woods plays. It's like sixty two percent in the slot. So he plays more in the slot, but they move them all around. Typically, what happens is. Um, uh, Brennan Cooks plays in the same. Uh, Reynolds moves outside, and then Woods moves into the slot. So, but they do they do change them all around a lot. Um, all right, so we are all taking Nash there. Next game, Old Lightning going against Old Lightning in eleventh place, going against Run CMC in in sixth place. This is one of those probably, uh, well, I mean, it's a must win for everybody, but really must win for run CMC. He's got, looks like a, a full roster. Um, I guess I'll take this one. Want to take this one, Sam? Yeah, I'm, I'm torn on this one. This is a, this is going to be a close matchup. I think, um, I don't know if Brad still has some moves to make. And lineup changes, but I mean, personally, Cousins against Chicago is not a great 
matchup, and Cousins hasn't been putting up like the normal 20 points a game. Whereas Goff, I mean, you've talked about this Kansas City matchup. It's going to be high scoring. Um, Brandon Cooks is from that matchup too. I think um, what it really is going to come down to is he's got Evan Ingram, who just has not been putting it up, and you've got Trey Burton, who kind of is hit or miss. Um, everywhere else, I think it's pretty even. I like Collins this week. Um, I don't like Adrian Peterson. So I, I think it's pretty even, but I'm going to have to go old lightning in an upset. I think golf goes off. I think Diggs is back healthy, and I think you take it. Yeah, I I got to agree with Sam there um, for the pick. But I think it's it's it, it, it's for mainly the same reasons as well. Um, I think that you expect everybody to have a good game against Tampa Bay, but I can see Evan Ingram being that one let down. He gets like two points. It's like, what the fuck happened? It's Tampa Bay. Um, Houston's defense, uh, stat-wise, I'm not exactly sure, but I, I don't see Adrian Peterson running all over them. Funches is 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 a, is a is a interesting play because Detroit gives up a lot of a lot of points to wide receivers, so Cam needing a bounce back game. I think you could see a couple touchdowns out of Funches, but on the other hand, I think that can be negated by Lewis uh, a big game from Lewis and a big game from Collins because Cincinnati's defense is terrible. Um, so ignoring the statistics. And the analytics, I'm going with my heart on this one. I'm going with Old Lightning or the upset to push Nat, to push run TMC back. Shit, I, I missed. He's got Julio Jones in his flex here. Yeah. yeah he, threw yeah. Yeah. he threw me off here. He's been hot. Finally, yeah. The seal is off. Um, he's finally getting some touchdowns. It's, that's tough to beat. That's tough to beat. I'm going with my heart. Don't, uh, don't, so, don't let me don't let me down, Kurt. So I was uh, I was reading an article today. Um, through I guess it's through ten games, nine games, whatever we're at, because like all these play, a lot of these players have had buys. So I think it's through nine games. Um, for the top ten fantasy seasons by wide receivers of all time, like Thielen's number two, Michael Thomas is number three. And Julio Jones of this year is like number seven. So Julio Jones is quietly having like a top 10 fantasy season of all time. And it's not even the best of this year. Like it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So I think wow. that continues. This is, this is a personal rant I have with, with Brad's team. Um, well, one, I just don't, I mean, they're, they're a solid team. I don't think it's actual, con, an actual contender to win, but the two quarterback <laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The two quarterback thing. Matt Ryan has outscored Kirk Cousins like pretty significantly this year. I think Matt Ryan's a top five quarterback. And when you double up with Julio, it makes no sense to play Cousins. Like, I know Brad doesn't listen, so he's not going to hear any of this, but. That's a good point. Yeah, correct me if you guys think I'm wrong here. Like, what's. Is Kirk Cousins better than Matt Ryan? Like, he, I don't think he is by points or by like any measures no i agree i didn't want to give him the advice because i don't want him to win but <laughs> i would totally start matt ryan um 
you look at the last like four weeks, Matt Ryan's got pretty much 20, even in a down week last week against Cleveland, he's got around 20 points, 27 against Tampa Bay. And I don't think Cousins has topped. He got 21 against New Orleans, but I mean, he, he's pretty much in the teens. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I got, um, I just pulled up on the season. Patrick Mahomes, number one with 270. Matt Ryan, number two with 221. And then Jared Goff, number three with 221. So That's a huge difference uh, in Mahomes, though. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is like 11th or 12th. He's he's 50 points behind Matt Ryan on the year. But, yeah, go ahead, Brad. Keep playing. Uh, keep rolling Kirk Cousins out there. Yeah, and Chicago um, did. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sure, I'll hey, I'll pick myself. Why not? You know, when in Rome. All right. Uh, quick halftime for the game. So this Sunday, obviously, Sam, special one for you. Just just rolling in the points. Uh, break down either your typical Sunday and your viewing experience, or you know, your ideal one. All right. So it was kind of a, a beautiful storm. I got a new TV this weekend. So oh, I was that's, that's off, nice. on my ass uh, looking up at that TV, just watching the points roll in. So it was, that was pretty, pretty clutch. The week before though, um, Eagles were on a buy. So I had um, red zone on the TV. I had, I think it was the four o'clock game. So I had, uh, I forget who it was. But it was one of the West Coast teams. I had that on the tablet, so I was focusing in on that while the red zone was on. And then I had the Sixers game on my phone. Um, <laughs> so I, I, that was a pretty ideal situation of just having everything right at my right at my fingertips. Um, that's that's, nice. that's the ideal scenario. That's nice. That's nice. Spence, what about you? Um, it depends. So if Sydney's home. I just uh, I put up a game on uh, regular uh, cable TV and then put up Red Zone on my phone. But if she's gone, I set up the man cave. And the man cave is two TVs side by side, uh, one running the hottest game of the year or of the week, the other running full-time Red Zone. And I just sit back, kick my feet up, and enjoy. Uh, I usually wrote uh, numerous blunts, uh, smoke a lot of weed on Sundays, and if I'm feeling frisky, I'll bring a third one in and get some Red Dead Redemption in. Nice. Nice. Uh, so here on the West Coast, a little different, obviously, because of the time zone. Uh, so I usually wake up, uh, and at least in the new apartment, walk down the hill, there's this coffee place come back up right around kickoff 10 a.m. So just sit there. Uh, Kelly usually knows for in the fall, I'm, I'm occupied on Sundays. So just fire up red zone. Uh, it's, it's worked out now that the Rams are good. Like I'll actually, I'll stop watching red zone and just, just like, or I'll flip between red zone and uh, the Rams games now, which is, is usually been on Fox. Well, this week we had Tony Romo, but uh it's it's interesting too when you because I'm so used to red zone as like since I've 
been I've been teamless. I've been a, an orphan of the NFL for so long that uh, now when I I do watch a single game, like there's so many commercials. Like they do commercials after fucking everything. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Re- Red Zone spoils you. Yeah, Red Zone's great. And then actually, so some of you guys would have done this. I got, I did get offered some some seats, lower level, uh, for the for the Rams Chiefs Monday night game, but they were like two twenty a pop. And obviously, I, I would have had to buy two. But what do you think? Would you? It's it's gonna be the game of the year, maybe the century. For this Sunday, this coming Sunday, this game? Monday night, yeah. Nigga, I would have dropped that. What? So fast. You crazy. I don't know, man. I'm buying one ticket. And going by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just enjoy I know. That, yeah. I don't know if, uh, like, a couple people I know might have gone, but, yeah, I don't know. I didn't want to get stuck with two because then, like, I'm buying beers, and it, it's, it's like a five or $600 night pretty quick. So, but yeah. quick, quick, yeah. quick side point here. Would you – I feel that going to a bar with tons of games on or they might have, you know, the ticket or whatever it is, I, it's overrated to me. You, so overrated. You, you only have sound for one game on. Your head's on a swivel. You you, you wake up. Your neck hurts because you've been looking left, right, up, down, sideways. It's bad bad situation. Overrated. Yeah. We all we all mentioned home is better. Yeah, because I, I I like to nap sometimes. I like to wake up. I like nap to every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Fall asleep for maybe like thirty forty five minutes. Wake up. Check my lineup. Roll back over. Wake up. Watch the afternoon game. It's yeah. it's wonderful. You can't do that in a bar. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Sleeping. Uh, you done it before. It's just you feel uncomfortable. Got it. I don't. I actually. I don't mind the watching aspect of the bar. It's. It's the seating that's the issue. Like. Yeah. Like finding a a good comfortable bar stool is tough. And then, um, I'll probably for this Monday night game, I'll probably go to a bar because it's like happy hour when it's going on. So like from five to eight, and just like. That's nice. Some some of these games, it's nice just to have like the energy around you instead of just watching me and Koji alone. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, also, also side note, sometimes you want to watch some porn at a halftime, <laughs> or, or, or you want to get a blowjob, or you want to have sex. Can't do that at a bar. Round upon, round upon at the bar. Round upon, yeah. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. <laughs> Do you think uh and I think I think the Redskins should do this because they could solve why it sucks to go to those games so bad but maybe, maybe it's a good tr- it's like a license thing. Why doesn't any team just have on one of the two ends, you know how there's always two screens, just have red zone streaming the whole time? <laughs> Cuz like, nobody will watch the game. But it's People would still watch, but I think like just it's enough that during those breaks, like I know personally that's fantasy is one of the main reasons I don't want to go to the game anymore. But if I got Scott Hansen up there on live, <laughs> hey, I'm, think, I'm thinking about it. I'm definitely thinking about it. <laughs> you need to pitch that. All right, yeah, I'll uh, I'll send it in. I'll, I'll tweet it to Scott. Um, all right, now on to our three main games. We got. Possibly a a playoff matchup here, a preview. Uh, in, in fourth place, 
Grit going against Dog Abides in second place. Dog is projected for a big week. He's got, I don't know if I've ever seen this before, he got 148, fueled by Gurley going against the Chiefs. He's got David Johnson going against Oakland. Got Thielen against Chicago. That's uh, that's a lot of points. What do you guys think about this? Spence, you want to go first or last? I'll take the rear. <laughs> um, Gurley for 29. Whew. That's, I mean, it's, it's probably going to be somewhere around there. I think that might be low, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it might be 40. David Johnson is picking it up. Byron Leftwich has been huge for that Arizona offense. Um, more fantasy-wise than, than real life, but um, you've got Fitzgerald on the other side and Ricky Seals-Jones, which I think is a nice pickup. He's been getting pretty much the third amount of targets there on that team, um, and a lot of routes ran for a tight end. Um, so I think that's a good, you know, bi-week replacement, and he's been surviving without without Gronk. I have Ricky. I have Ricky. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think So I think – there's surprisingly a lot in the Arizona game, which you normally normally wouldn't see. Um, but I think tight end is really a crapshoot. Um, but it's tough to go against um, the dog. I really think he – Thielen puts it over the top because I think your running backs are somewhat close. I give the nod to dog, but I think his, his wide receivers are a little bit more consistent, a little bit stronger. Um, so that's why I'd have to go with them. And also, Russell Wilson's been surprising. He throws like 15 to 20 passes a game and has three touchdowns. He's been ridiculously efficient. So if that continues, both quarterbacks on Thursday night, should be exciting. Yeah. Fuck Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Um, this week is just a prayer. Um, it's, I want my team to have a good team, but it's, it's not so much about my team. I I think it's out of my control. I just need him to have a bad week. Uh, maybe we see a down week from Thielen. Chicago, decent defense. Um, Gurley, I'm just hoping to match him with Saquon. Um, I'm still mad at Selks for giving him David Johnson. Seriously. That's another, uh, another prayer. And, and maybe I get uh, a dud from Corey Davis and Kenny Galladay. So if I can, if, if Thielen can stay around his projection, Gurley can get maybe 20, 25, I might have a shot. Um, other than that, uh, ah, man, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm in fourth place. Let's just say that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the dog this week. Yeah, that's and it's tough. Tyler Boyd going against Baltimore. I mean, they they have really good cornerbacks. Um, and as I said, with Tyler Boyd, with I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Um, with Tyler Boyd, I, I really didn't like the AJ Green going down because I don't think I think Tyler Boyd's one of those guys who's not a number one. I think he I think he thrived from from being that uh, shadow of AJ yeah. Green. Yeah, so. <sighs> Always more targets doesn't always mean more points, or more availability that doesn't always mean more points. So, 
Yep. I think Spence this is for you. This is one of those weeks. You just got to bite your lip, grab onto something and, and hope for the best. It's, uh, it, but I, I mean, I think like we said against Tampa Bay, like uh, Barkley could put up 45 or 50 and like keep you in it. So, um, it's definitely not impossible. Like, uh, like carry on. We saw the last couple of weeks, he's got big games in him. Um, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is always better in prime time. Uh, that's when he like he always throws for three touchdowns in prime time. So it's it's possible. Green Bay's got a good secondary, so maybe that'll slow Russell down. But uh, Russell, he's been pretty hot lately. But yeah, I think uh, kind of like I said last week, like you know, seven, maybe eight out of ten times, the dog's going to get it done against whoever he's playing against. So yeah, and. Let it be noted, I'm, I'm going against the Davis feeling girly combo in two leagues this week. It's going to be rough. Uh, well, let's save this for after when we stop recording, but i got to show you guys a matchup I'm going against in another league. It's it's twice as bad as this one as you're going against Ben. So I'm, I'm going to get my ass full, but we'll, we'll talk about it after. Uh, okay. Next up, our next game. This is our, uh, this is our, our Sunday afternoon. Joe Buck game. We got another playoff preview. The Bear Jew going against Poppy's Angels. See, Bear Jew, we got in fifth place. He's a feisty fifth place going against Poppy's Angels in third place. Uh, Bear Jew slid in for another big projection. 144. Uh, Sam, you want to go first or last on this one? I'll go last. Hmm. Yeah. Sam. Sam's team is – we saw Sam's, the ceiling of Sam's team, and I don't even know if that's the ceiling. Uh, We've, seen it. We've seen it twice now. I think he scored, like, what, 198 earlier this year? Yeah. Something like that. 195. Yeah, so I, I thought this might happen as the season came along. The team gets hot, gets clicking. Uh, I think – Poppy is in the same boat as I am this week. Just you got to pray for a bad week because on his end, Mike Evans is who I thought he was. He should not be projected 18 points. He is a a liability fantasy-wise because you just never know what you're going to get out of uh, Tampa Bay and their quarterback play. Uh, Alshon going against New Orleans. I keep thinking New Orleans is a bad uh, a bad. Defense? Defense against the pass, but they've been shutting shit down. And I think as the year goes on, they're going to do that, continuously do that, and they're not going to be somebody that you look forward to your fantasy wide receiver playing. So I don't like that against uh, – I don't like that matchup for Alshon. Um, and I also think that Golden Tate will, will take away some some of the catches that he might have gotten. James Conner against Jacksonville, I don't like that matchup as well. And um, maybe hope for another 50, 40, 50 out of Ertz. But – the dog. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the Bear Jew, Tariq Hill, Mike Thomas, Melvin Gordon. Now Aaron Jones is heating up. Austin Hooper, Golden Tate. Whew. Golden Tate's the weak link, and that's that's that's, that's something to say. So, I'm taking out uh, Bear Jew this week. Yeah, I think um, I think you're right. I think my flex is is where I'm, I'll probably make some changes not confident in Tate and how he was mixed in in, in Philly so far. Um, but if you're looking at 
Poppy's Angels. I think RB2. He's got Peyton Barber. Um, he's he's had some games, but I think that is definitely a, a point where if this is a high-scoring game, I mean, he's, he's non-existent. He's not really catching passes too much, um, not really getting goal line work. So I think that could be a dud there. But the equalizer, and we saw it last week, is is Ertz. He's the number one fantasy tight end for a reason. And um, I think if the, if the Saints go up early, I mean, Wentz targets Ertz a ton um, to catch up. I think, um, luckily, I've got Wentz on my side, so it cancels some of his Alshon and, and Ertz touchdowns a bit. But i got to go, obviously, go with myself. I think the biggest um, strength I have is my RB2 now, whether it's Chubb or, or Jones. But I – Spence, you tell me if it's different, but I think Green Bay should be a running team. I mean, all biases aside, but they they look better. I mean, they have a all, great offensive line. They kind of run better when they – are running the ball more than, you know, 20 times a game. Um, and it, it opens things up for Rodgers. they got to make things easier for him now that he's still a little bit hobbled. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping they, they, they definitely should. Yeah, they got to fucking fire McCarthy. So we're not wasting Aaron Rodgers in his prime. But uh, I, I think this one's going to be pretty close, actually. I think one of these two teams is going to score 150 points and lose. Um, Poppy's got some good matchups. I think the Tampa Bay New York game is going to be high scoring. Philly New Orleans is going to be high scoring. Uh, Jacksonville has always been kind of vulnerable against the run because their cornerbacks are so good. So I could see James Conner having a big game. Um, Ertz is unstoppable at this point. Uh, also the, the, the Zach Ertz golden Tate kind of like leverage play, now that we have another week, like it'll be interesting to see um, if if Tate, like how he impacts that, whether he opens it up a little bit, like because they're both playing the same part of the field, like if that's going to make Ertz more points or less targets, what's going to happen there? Um, I think uh, I don't love the Peyton Barber play. Like, I mean, it's not my team, but. I feel like at six and four, Poppy's got a, a good hold on the playoffs. Like, I'm almost kind of like, hey, roll the dice with Spencer Ware. Like, hope hope he just catches Kareem Hunt when he's when he's like needs a breather and somehow scores a touchdown. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I think I, I got to go McFly mainly because Hill and Thomas like. They're just – there's going to be so many – like, they're – I think you combine for 70 points and, like, not really break a sweat this week, so. What do you think, think about the uh, the Mariota pickup? Uh, I like – because he had Eli before. Um, I like Mariota's, Mariota's floor, if that yes. makes sense. Like, um, I've seen a lot of the, the Tennessee games this year, and – I think because we talked about it before, like we all expected Tennessee's offense to be better. I think Mariota was, was more injured than they led him on to be. I know he sat out like a game or two, but nothing has really changed other than time going by. And their offense is so much better than it was a month ago. So 
that's my only guess is maybe like his hand healed. I know it was something with nerves, but now he's like, he's running, you know, he's getting 30, 40 rushing yards. Like they're working Corey Davis in uh, that team's actually pretty exciting to watch on offense now. So hell of a lot more exciting than, than Eli. I will say yeah. that. Yeah. When I saw he picked up Eli, I was pretty excited. Um, so then when he switched it out, I mean, Mariota's got Indianapolis who just gave up a ton of points to Bortles. Um, I mean, they've been giving up points. I mean, Luck's going to air it out, and he's going to put up his own points, so you're going to have to catch up. Frank, really, that team is just built to 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 play from the play from the lead, put up points, and then they let the other team back in it. Um, and Mariota's at 22 the last two weeks out of the bye, so I see him kind of putting up that same thing. I think you're right. I think it's tight. I think it's close. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm taking Barry Judah just because, like you said, I, I like the the running back situation, the receiver situation, just like the core, the core is solid. It's uh, I'm long term, I'm seeing uh, a revisit for you back to the championship going against dogs. So it'll be be interesting to see. But our game of the week has a lot to do with with the NFL's game of the week. Both teams five and five in seventh and an eighth place in our standings, ninth and eleventh in points. So this is a massive week for both teams, especially um, especially for Kareem Pie because he's got next week he's going to have Mahomes and Hunt on by. So regardless of who he's playing next week, he's fucked. Um, so this is a huge one for him. Uh, a, a question about the the uh, Kansas City versus St. Louis game. They're like the two fastest moving offenses. L.A. L.A. Oh, shit. There you go. Longtime fan. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rams versus Chiefs. Is there – do you see any chance of either coach coming in out, throwing a change up, and, like, just slowing it down? the first couple of drives and trying to take, take the air out of the ball or are they just, are they both going to come out guns blazing? That'd be so guns fucking blazing. That would be so Andy Reid to do something like that. Um, I can see Belichick doing it. I don't know if I can see McVay or, or no. Reed doing it, but no, McVay's balls to the wall. But I think, I think Reed, this has been one of the best coaching performances. Like everybody's given a lot of, you know, the success to Mahomes, but Reed's coaching has been, and play calling has been phenomenal. Like he saw, he probably saw Peterson win with his old team and that was his assistant coach. And he just was pissed all off season. Um, and he's come out and shown it. Did you guys read that article I shared uh, about Andy Reed? I think I sent no. it last night. No. So uh, I'll resend it and resend it to the, the fantasy group. But basically they did like a long form piece on, on Andy Reed and just about like his like lineage and how Mahomes, like, like you said, Mahomes is actually just in the right place at the right time, but that for the past 15 or 20 years, Andy Reed has been slowly building this offense that like previously 
Um, they said like one of the reasons he left the Eagles is like they didn't ne- they didn't want him to be like this inventive. Um, and so finally he came to Kansas City and was just like, hey, you know what? I'm 60 years old. Let me just do whatever the fuck I want. And now he's doing all this crazy stuff. And that like it's just him and Mahomes were like his playbook and Mahomes were basically put on this earth for each other. Um, <laughs> and they talked specifically, or like you said, about what the Eagles did last year. They talked about how uh, Andy Reid actually really liked um, uh, Wentz. Like he loved him and wanted to draft him. Then the Eagles got him. So that was part of the reason he grabbed Mahomes. So it's interesting. Definitely recommend it. But for the matchup, what do you guys think? Yeah, for for the matchup, I think, like you said, this is a must-win. Must-win for Green Pie. Has to be. Because next week is tough. I don't know who he's playing, but his whole team is revolving around that Kansas City offense. Um, I mean, we saw last week he had – Ooh, ne- sorry to interrupt you. Next week he's got grit. Ooh. Ooh. But uh, we'll, we'll focus on this week. Yeah. <laughs> I think this week, um, it's he's got Cortland Sutton going. That's still an unknown. Demarius Thomas is still kind of an unknown in Houston. Uh, Lamar Miller. I mean, you're really hoping to get 10 to 12 out of those guys. If they get that, you're kind of happy. And I, I don't know. I mean, lately that's been enough to beat uh, to beat Suggs. Um, but looking at his looking at Suggs side of this matchup. Tariq Cohen has been a great pickup. That's his best running back right now, which is yeah. which is crazy to think. Um, I like Juju against Jacksonville. If you if you've got Ramsey shadowing uh, AB, uh, I think Cam has a big game against Detroit. Um, Mixon against Baltimore is is a tough is a tough matchup. I think Ingram could run a lot late against Philly um, when they're up. Um, so I'm going to have to go in a close one. I'm going Suggs. I'm going mix and match. I don't actually – Juju, you know what I'm saying. I'm going Juju, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, I, I got to agree with pretty much everything you said, Sam. Um, I'm, not, I'm not impressed with Tron's team overall. It's, I like Mahomes, Allen, and Hunt. Everybody else – you never know what you're going to get. So I really, with my heart of hearts, hopes that he loses this week. And and analytically, just the matchups and on paper, he takes the L. Um, big game out of Mahomes and Hunt and Allen, but real big single-digit duds out of Thomas, Miller, Howard, and Sutton. Heard it here first. Wait, so who are you picking? Mix and match. Mix and the thing right. is, that might be enough. Like, if you really look at his team, if you have Mahomes and Hunt and Allen getting, say, like 80, I think that's pretty feasible. And you get single digits at everybody else, that might be enough. Uh, I think I think you see decent games out of Juju, Hilton. Um, like you said, tough matchup for Mixon, but I think, I think that makes up for it with Ingram. Um, and Tariq Cohen as well. Uh, I think that it's the does that you're going to get from Thomas Miller and Howard and Sutton 
it's just going to be too much because I, I think that I can see Suggs players, everybody in Suggs lineup getting double digits. So yeah. with that said, I don't, I don't think that the Mahomes Allen Hunt combo is going to be enough to overcome that. It's going to be a tough week for Charles. What number? So going in because Suggs doesn't have anyone on Monday night. At least I don't think. Let me double check. All right. So what number would Suggs have to be up for to be truly comfortable? None. <laughs> I don't know if I would ever be comfortable going into that matchup Monday night. I yeah, think he has to be over hundred points. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying over seventy-five is would be tough, but I. Mahomes is going to throw for four touchdowns. It just depends how many like go to hunt. I think you beat the Rams with uh, screens because they have a pretty aggressive defensive line uh, and you beat them deep. So it's going to be Tyreek and hunt. I can see hunt putting up between 40 and 50 points and another 30 to 35 out of Mahomes. So yeah, you've got to be like 80. 80 yeah. Up. God, I can't wait for this game. <laughs> I'm so glad they're playing it in LA. I know. I know. That would have sucked if it was on that field. All right. I am taking Kareem Pie, though. This is, uh, I think, this is his last shot. If he loses this one, he's in trouble next week. And then this is, uh, yeah, going to be a close one, though. But yeah, taking Kareem Pie. So you guys got mixed match. And gentlemen, anything you want to add? Yeah, man. Just been grinding it out, man. Hitting the gym. Hopefully, my physical attributes translate to my fantasy attributes. And we come up with a strong victory this week. Did uh, did you have bowling this week? I did. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. it was the last <laughs> <week>. <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Sam. Thanks for coming on. Anything you, uh, anything you want to add? Yeah, pleasure to be here, guys. Uh, long time coming. I uh, glad to glad to be on the show and uh, drop some drop some drop some wisdom on you guys. Uh, but it's been fun. Till next time. Uh, good luck this week. Yeah, man. All right, we'll see you guys next week. I'm gonna see you getting ready for me. I'm gonna see you getting ready.